I think when I made this movie that my biggest influences were foreign films that were used really to break the taboos against nudity and all subject matter that had never been seen in American movies. But at the same time, I was going to see nudist camp movies and going to the drive-in and seeing gore movies. So I tried to put all these together to make exploitation films for art theaters, which I think I ended up doing. I mean, hey, where's Multiple Maniacs opening tonight? An art theater. Welcome back to Napalm Nanny in the Shack. I am your host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. And before I get into it, let me just remind you guys that masturbation is a form of self-love and to find me on Instagram under Napalm Nanny in the Shack. Also, if you guys feel inclined to buy me a cup of coffee, my Venmo is Windex Burns My Eyes. Like always, if you want to and if it's within your means, because I'm still going to be doing this pirate radio show no matter what. Now, on to the show. I said I'd do a mini-series on the immaculate John Waters, so this is me delivering on my promise. Now, Waters' fascination with a perverse is no secret. He even wrote on how one of his favorite hobbies was sitting in on court cases. The more gruesome and scandalous, the better. And this would eventually lead him to his first real job, receiving a paycheck from the state of Maryland, teaching criminals. He shares his meditations on his time in jail in his book, Crackpot, The Obsessions of John Waters. And one particular chapter explores a straight gig, and he would share something that I particularly enjoyed, and it goes, A psychiatrist once suggested that if I didn't have an outlet for my rage that my films provide, I might be in prison myself. Who knows? I'm convinced any of us could end up a murderer. It's one career that's never planned. No parents ever raise their children to be killers. Even Charles Manson had other goals as a toddler, I'm sure. Yet, even though no one admits it, each and every one of us has a moment of anger fantasized murdering someone, if only for a split second. Luckily, most people control this urge. What obsesses me are the ones who cannot. 
So when he first guest lectured the cons, he advised that the next time that they feel like killing someone, that they shouldn't do it for God's sake. They should instead write, draw, or paint about it. His approach of not judging the jailed population, mostly because Waters believes that he doesn't have to as we have judges who already have. This would start the budding relationship with the inmates. And when he first screened his movie, Female Trouble, which humorously states crime is beauty, was met with initial mixed emotions and then positive reviews. And apparently when an on-screen lawyer ludicrously addressed the jury, if my client isn't insane, who is? Where an inmate whispered in Waters' ear, I wish my lawyer had been that good. And before I get into the rest of the curriculum, here's a playlist worthy of a Waters film. Enjoy.
Gini yang hapuk kedapikini So when the first semester came to an end, the students presented Waters with a certificate that read, John Waters is owed a debt of gratitude by the undersigned inmates at Pawtuxent Institution for his taking the time and trouble to meet with us and show us his films during the year of our Lord, 1983. Truly a lesson in bad taste. Then the students signed their names, crime and sentence, which ranged from rape, murder, armed robbery, assault with attempt to murder with a handgun, and so on. Each had a sentence ranging from 33 years to life in prison, totaling to 450 years and two life sentences in the classroom. He was so moved by the gesture that Waters reciprocated with gifting each inmate a set of postcards showing outlandish scenes from his films and as a final token of friendship, a Xeroxed get out of jail free card. And he would share that he would love going to jail, that at some point it kind of got embarrassing. He would have to wait outside and wait until it was a lot of time for his class. He was enthusiastic about his students and essentially became a make-believe therapist for the almost comedic group therapy sessions. And Waters theorized that the inmates grew so comfortable around him was because he didn't judge and didn't have a say about their getting out. So he built this unadulterated relationship with these men solely on movies, whether it was classics or of his own. And one film that bewildered his students was Pink Flamingos, where an inmate asked, why would you purposely make a film so terrible? Waters' reasoning is absolutely beautiful in my opinion, and I quote, Pink Flamingos as therapy? The very film variety called surely one of the most vile, stupid, and repulsive films ever made? Before you leap from your armchair to call your congressman, remember that this film is ultimately comedy. If you can laugh at the worst fears of your psyche, isn't that actually healthy? Isn't laughter the first step in ridding yourself of anxiety? Couldn't the film be actual show therapy? And so Waters would go on to create a curriculum that would provoke emotions from the inmates and open thoughtful and outrageous discussions among each other. When John screened Desperate Living, he suggested that the convicts should analyze and recommend treatment for the characters. Some jokingly suggested suicide for the lesbian character who cut off her newly constructed penis and threw it out the door where a dog ate it. However, there was analysis that was much more thoughtful. One wrote, Mole seems to be a manic depressive with a schizoid overlay combined with extreme homicidal tendencies along with a severe sexual identity crisis. And before I get carried away, here's the rest of the playlist. Enjoy!
that's it for me this week, guys. I am incredibly excited for all that is to come for The Shack, and I can't tell you enough that I'm excited that it's with you. Let's have our little corner of the internet be for those who never really truly fit the mold, because honestly, fuck the mold. And thank you to all that have tuned in, shared this pirate radio with a friend, posted on their social media, and more. I honestly couldn't do this without you. So till next time, my dears, I am your four-eyed host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. Stay safe out there, guys. <laughs>